Someone sent that to me the other day, like thinking that, hey, here's a video you've probably never seen. And I said, how many views are on there? 27 million? Yeah, I've 4 million it. of those <laughs> yeah, are mine, okay? Classic. <laughs> I can do the choreo now. Do yeah. <laughs> Wait, which one are we talking about? Do it or actual cannibal? Oh, I thought you were doing actual cannibal. Oh, the do it video is what they mm. sent me. But um, also good. I should have said quiet, quiet. Sorry. <laughs> the little kid. Yeah, he's the best part. Um, Your leg, it's caught in a bear trap. It. I, I should send that to them back to them because they probably haven't seen that. Quiet, one. quiet. <laughs> it's so good. Um, well, we we are thirty nine seconds in. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll tell you. Uh, oh wait, let's introduce ourselves. Hello, okay. everyone. Hi, guys. Welcome to. Wait, what are we called? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. Guys, hey, it's an episode of Mouse Debaters, your favorite PG-13 Disney podcast. Yours was so much better. No. Classic. Uh, guys, guess what? Uh, you know this. I just moved back from the UK. I have a shit ton of boxes in my garage that I am slowly unpacking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found my childhood toy collection. <gasps> that has been in a box in my brother's basement for the last 10 plus years. You kept them? I kept some because I thought like, uh, it's like my Barbies and stuff. Okay. Because I thought if I have girls, then I want, like, it'd be cool to like have them play with my Barbies. 100%. I didn't have girls. I only have boy children. That's cool. They s- could still like Barbies, but yeah. I just took some of them to the DI and saved the good ones for my niece. It's fine. But I had the thought while I was cleaning out these boxes uh, that it would be fun to do a segment on sentimental Disney memorabilia. Mm. Like what's your piece of Disney merch that is like weirdly sentimental to you for some reason and like tell that story. So I'm doing that as a surprise segment. They're nodding. They're nodding to me. They yeah, ha- this is in. the first they're hearing of this Yeah, because I sprung this on them literally just now. Um, so I have in this bag <gasps> a piece of Disney memorabilia. Uh, I'm just going to take it out and show you. Yeah, we it's can so post good. pictures of these. Yeah, it's a bit, p- pictures are going to be on the Insta for sure. Um, I, t- I want to see your guys' reactions to it. I spent an absurd amount of time prepping this today. <gasps> oh my goodness. Mary Poppins. <laughs> it is a Mary Poppins Barbie doll. Oh my gosh. From the year 1966. <gasps> my mom got this for her 10th birthday. I played with this as a little girl. Uh, her hair was wonky when I pulled her out of a box today. <laughs> uh, she had stains all over her. I spent probably three hours of my day today getting like pink nail polish off of her face. <laughs> I took a magic eraser to the whole of her body. Oh my gosh. I like hand washed her clothes. I, I put her hair in fabric softener to like get it all nice looking again. Did you take a before picture with I all that didn't. on her? No, I wish I did. I didn't. Yeah. I thought of it. She looks the great. End. Anyway. This is my sentimental Disney uh, object. So I did, of course, some weird background research. Yeah. Uh, there are a shocking amount of Mary Poppins dolls that were released in the 60s. I guess like, uh, uh, hang on, hang on. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Mm. <laughs> Her clothes are wet a little bit because I didn't want to dry them. I wanted to like dry them on her body so yeah. that they didn't get weird and shrink and not fit her. So her clothes are a little damp. Well, I, just, I just wanted to read, read the, see the Mary Looks Poppins Mary logo. Poppins. I love that. Yeah, so that she's a little damp. That's why if you just touch her, it's a little weird. <laughs> she had an accident <laughs> on the way over. <laughs> um, but hang on, look at her makeup. Oh. It's a very 1960s, like the coral lip and mm. the like the winged liners. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is so cool. Isn't that dope? 
so so cool also i just love mary poppins i know and like of all the disney things that you could have pulled out of that bag this was not where i was going yeah i know you know i'm thinking like classic mickey mouse like this or that or whatever but no it's so random and i played with this all the time as a kid so also fun fact i'm missing her shoes but I also have her Jolly Holiday dress. <gasps> but it came with a parasol and a hat that I used to have and can't find. Um, so have I been scouring the internet for the Horseman's 1966 edition of the Mary Poppins Holiday doll that they released? You should, yes. yes. I have. Do, you know, do you know who has it? Is the toy collector in Toy Story 2? Oh, yeah, New, that guy Newman. Like, Newman. <laughs> Al's toy barn. Yeah, Al. Uh, the chicken man. Yeah, he definitely would have it. Anyway, I fully went into that toy uh, cleaner, yeah. toy story guy today yeah. for probably the about montage. four hours. That is awesome. This Mary Poppins doll. Um, can I ask a weird question? Yeah. What's it like under the dress? Um, I'll show you. She has a belly button. She's she's Ken doll. And that is it. She is very Ken. Oh, no, she has a butt crack and she has the dimples, two butt dimples. Wow. Which I always thought was hilarious as a kid. Mm. I like. I loved her But there's like no underwear on there. No, she has mm. no undies. She may have at the time. Listen, a lot of they the, have been lost the Barbies, in the last fifty years. <laughs> a lot of the Barbies I grew up with, like, had no undies, and then at some point they just started like painting them on, painting yeah. undies, yeah, and like molding. There were like proper yeah. like molded, like with designs and yeah. like the yeah, whole yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. as a part of the doll. That question I had was pretty pervy, wasn't it? Hey, you sicko! <laughs> I didn't question it in the slightest. I'm like, here, let me show you. No, that's really cool anyway. though. Mary Poppins doll. I, I love old stuff like that. Like, that I is know. really cool. Anyway, she's going to go on a shelf in my office, I think. And it's even, like, more special because you actually played with it. Yeah. It's not like that. Yeah. Like, I have that Mickey phone up there that I found at a... Which is awesome. At a, thi- at a consignment store. Okay, so actually, here's the thing. Growing up, yeah. I don't have it in my possession anymore. But at my grandpa's house, he had that very kind of same Mickey, but it was with a rotary. And oh, so insane. we as kids were always like, this is the funnest. And we'd go over and like type our phone numbers in and slide the numbers around and watch it go back. And yeah. it was a cute Mickey holding a phone and the whole thing. And I loved it. Mm. Like That's one day I will go on the internet and find myself one because I want it because it reminds me of my grandpa's house and yeah. playing with his cute little old Mickey phone. Um, my dad worked for the phone company and he has a, a rotary phone in his basement. And like a couple of years ago, we were like, like the kids were like, how do you even, what, what the hell is this? You know? <laughs> they didn't say that what the hell, cause they were younger, but, um, we had to like tell them like what, eight, zero, yeah. one, You have to carry nine. it all the way around to the little peg thing. <laughs> zero is the word. And if you mess up, yeah. you gotta push the thing and then start all yeah. over. And they were like, uh, can't you just say. Call dad? No. <laughs> hey, Siri, call dad. That's not a um, thing. Uh, speaking anyway. of phones, and also Disney related, because technically they own the property rights, I think. Uh, my grandma used to have a phone like this. It was not Mickey Mouse. It was Kermit the Frog. Oh, yeah. And he, w- he had his legs, like, crossed. Like, he was, like, leaning. Yeah. Like, reclining Cutie. and had his legs crossed. Classic and it was, Kermit like, hanging pose. on his leg. The phone was on his leg. Nice. So every time I see your Mickey phone, I think of my grandma Barb's Kermit phone. Mm. You anyway, that. Luke, that do you have one. a sentimental item? I I do. Wait, uh, don't. I would I, say don't tell us about. It. I, I feel like I we need should to do actually, show and tell, just like segments. one at a time. Yeah. So okay. today I was I need mine. to look pretty hard for mine, unfortunately, because it may have been lost in time. Oh no! But I I have one that I from the first time I went to Disney. A land lost That's in time. Cool. Yeah. I'm I'm assuming you have. 
from the first time I went to Disney? Or just any sort two. of memorable uh, memory. So, <laughs> you know. I was six, and I had mine for years, and I don't know what has happened to it, but it was a set of jasmine cutlery, like little plastic-handled mm. nice. jasmine cutlery. Nice. It was awesome. Anyway, that was my I sentimental Disney object show and tell. That's, that's a great segment. Think of, I thought it was. And I also have loads more sentimental Disney merch show yeah. and tells that we could, I think we all do. So this could be like a recurring segment if we cool. want. Since we don't have any like uh, music or anything associated with the podcast yet, um, maybe we could all come up with a, a, a jingle, like our quick little jingle just off the top of your head. Sentimental show and tell. Wow. What would yours be? Oh, for the show and tell segment? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> if you show it, then we'll see it in a show and tell. That's good. If you show it, then we'll see it. <laughs> Except you won't because it's an a podcast. auditory podcast. <laughs> if you show it, we won't see it, but we'll hear about it. Dang it. Show and tell. Yeah. That was so good. You're welcome. I love Perfect. how red you are right now, too. <laughs> it's because I'm trying not to like laugh obscenely loud into the mic, and then I just hold it in, so and good. then I turn. Yeah. The the color I was gonna say the color of the sun, but the, the sun color is. of the sun, <laughs> white hot flames on the sun, on the sun, on the sun. breaths, breathing. Yeah, classic. Man, I actually I, I was gonna come up with one off the top of my head, but I think if you show it, it, then you see it. If you show it, then you see it. Then if you show it, then we'll, then we'll see, see it. it. It is show and tell. <laughs> Brittany almost shot purple monster drink out of her nose, so that's. Perfect. You can't get me like oh, that, man. y'all. Good job. Mm-hmm. Cool Good segment, Cam. You're welcome. Um, let's get into it. Who yeah. wants to introduce what our topic is for today? Um, I will, because I don't have a lot to talk about today. Okay. I have a shit ton to talk about. Well, she's which is why I'll introduce it. <laughs> well, let's see. There have been a lot of remakes, a lot of revamping of old Disney movies into new movies lately. There have been a lot of spin-offs and a lot of whatever. And, and there's been a lot of controversy out there, actually. It's like, Correct. Like, what the hell, Disney? Like, come out with something original. Give us something, yeah. you know, new. Don't give us... Toy Story 5? Yeah. I'm very much in that camp. I've, yeah. cried, I've cried during Toy Story 2, 3, and 4. Please... We don't need yeah. five anymore. Three was perfect. Three was where it should have ended. So we have all of these these shows that have been revamped, redone. They keep doing it. Um, one of the times was really detrimental is when they went Cars. Cars 2 was amazing, but then was it Cars 3? Oh, yeah. Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Drift. Yeah, whatever the hell. <laughs> You're thinking of the opposite way. So it's Cars, and then it's Cars 2, where Mater's like a spy in Tokyo. Yeah, and like whatever. that's a no from me. And then me, Cars dog. 3 is like... Hudson Hornet coming into his own as like a coach, mm. and then well, oh, and then I'm they spun yet. off and did planes, and that was just like, oh yeah, I've never even watched that. No, it's the thing that no one talks about. Yeah. So anyway, what we were talking, what we were thinking would be a good thing to talk about today. Wow, that was a really weird <laughs> sentence to get to this. Is what are some of the more imaginative and remakes or spinoffs that we would actually like to see as yeah. Disney fans? Mm-hmm. Um, we will have our own opinion we would like you to uh tell us what you think as well out there random listener in the world single listener yeah, i think you we have one, one, one listener, listener of our podcast you know who yeah. you are thanks mom <laughs> and mom will you please comment <laughs> say what tell us what your disney is thanks mom so um why don't you get after it cam yeah listen i i'm the one that pitched this idea <laughs> she's ready she's got so, ideas i've got a couple um, we're gonna get it I have a few categories, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I have the category of which Pixar spinoff prequel sequel would we rather see instead of Toy Story 5? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the category which live action Disney remake would I rather see than Moana, which they just announced, which feels too soon. Mm-hmm. And then a last category, because I'm kind of sick of remakes and spinoffs, what fairy tale exists in the world that Disney has never done and should probably just be an original Disney story idea. Yeah. Um, can I just start that one off and say pretty woman? <laughs> pretty woman. <laughs> the Disney, the Disney timeless Disney. Classic. How do you, how do you translate that? Right. So we have like, you know, some pretty dark fairy tales that they've pulled from previously and turned into lovely little children's stories. Uh, how do we, how do we <laughs> Disney five, Disney pretty five, women. pretty women. Pretty woman. Uh, it's, it's just Pygmalion, my fair lady. Yeah. She's not a prostitute. No. She's just like. <laughs> Sorry, sex worker, sex worker. Yeah. She's just like a. a it was you the know, 80s. It was a different time. Ragamuffin on the street selling flowers full yeah. Eliza Doolittle. It's Eliza Doolittle. <laughs> Disney's my fair lady. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I'd watch the shit out of it. Yeah. Put some music to it. What are, Speaking what? of which, this is a side note for all of my musical theater friends out there. Pretty Woman the Musical. Look into it. Anyway, moving on. It's a thing. It's real. Good or not good? Uh, yes. Great. <laughs> what are, what are okay. the chances that you think Disney will come out with a um, like a, a PG-13 comedy, I, a, a cartoon? Do you think they'll ever do that? Cartoon? Cartoon? No. Cartoon no. Well, movie. I'm... Kind of like how... Are we forgetting that Roger Rabbit exists? Because I mean, it's damn like, if that's not PG-13. Ooga, ooga. No, I mean, it's true. like a live action with cartoons Cartoon. in it, though. Yeah. Okay, okay. Anyway, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> okay, my I have apologies. my... Earmark it. I have my fairy tale. I'm sorry. Earmark? I'm sorry, I got Earmark. us off on... <laughs> dog ear? What am I saying? Yeah, let's dog ear the pretty woman conversation yeah. Yeah. for another day. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Uh, so ear. I can... Uh, why don't you start, Britt? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, so we'll start with live action. What live action would we rather see than Moana? Or are we not doing fairy tales? Was that not real? Oh, fairy tales. I don't oh, care. I was just screwing around. <laughs> it's fine. Do fairy tale. Um, my fairy tale that I want to see, and this is this is going to be, I think, a little controversial. Ooh. Um, good old Princess and the Pea. <gasps> you know what I mean? Yes. Stack those mattresses. Get your sleep. Be a diva. But I kind of want. I feel like. Listen. I'm all about girl empowerment, but I feel like we've gone so far the, the other way has that swung. like, yeah. I would like to see a girl who's like really not got her crap together, is not a strong female character, yeah. first, kind of a She's bitch. a mess. Yeah. Like yeah. she's just a full diva, got problems. And there's like this really like Kristoff-esque, like fun, nice, but like a little smart ass kind of a boy who like puts her in a place a little bit and is like, hey, don't be a bitch sleep on the mattresses like yeah. get over your life so that's kind of what I want is like a girl who starts out as a mess and then like grows into a kind human because I feel like all the Disney girls are either already kind or already yeah. strong or already whatever and I kind of want to see them convert a girl into like something else and I also just want to see like a nice the idea of what a man should be has changed so much in mm-hmm. the last forever that I'd really love a really great male character that shows a lot of different sides so wrapped up in princess and the pea and i love the idea that it doesn't have he's not like a riding in on his white horse Mm -mm. to save the day Mm -mm. type of knight but he's just as like someone that sees potential in a person and is like "Mm, you're kind of better than this and you can stand to be knocked down a few pegs (laughs) like i kind of am into that 
Interesting. What yeah. do you have to say about it, Luke? Um, I don't, I'm not crazy familiar with the princess and the peace story. Quite honestly, I remember Ooh. seeing it on, uh, like a childhood masterpiece theater type of a thing when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And that's really my only memory of it is this chick up on top of like 50 mattresses and yes. Anyway. Yeah. She's just kind of, she's kind of a diva. Yeah. She's like, oh, I didn't sleep good last night because you put a pee under my bed. And then she like stacks a billion mattresses and she's like, this still isn't good enough for me. The and somehow it's like a, a really great <laughs> story about how that makes her a real princess. Mm. No, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. You you felt the pee <laughs> because you're a diva. So princess you status. Have a hard time sleeping so (laughs) you are a princess if that's the case relatable we're all princesses (laughs) i love when disney takes a very um like a cultural story like we've got mulan very Mm -hmm. chinese we've got merida very scottish like i love these like steeped in cultural tradition films what we don't have a lot of in disney stories are older women who are not villains Mm. <laughs> so I am pitching to you the Russian folktale classic of the Baba Yaga. Oh my gosh, I knew you were going there. I love it so much. I the hell is love Baba the Baba Yaga. Yaga. Okay, Baba Yaga. I don't even know this. Okay, she's like, she's very misunderstood. She is an old woman mm-hmm. who lives in a house that is on chicken leg stilts. She Her house can walk. It's on chicken legs. Mm. She can be... Anything. She is a villain. She is a hero. She can be like a nurturing mother type figure to those who need her, or she can like curse you if you do her wrong. Mm. I love this kind of like all encompassing. She doesn't have to be one or the other. She can be villainous. She can be heroic. She's kind of everything. Yeah. Uh, Pending on who comes to her asking for favors or whatever it is. Uh, Anyway, look into the Baba Yaga if you don't know about the story. It's very fascinating. Uh, There's a really good like graphic novel that I can recommend because <laughs> I'm a nerd. Um, How graphic are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, anyway, uh, is she going to baba that yaga? She's, she will oh my baba gosh. your yaga. <laughs> baba the yaga. Uh, anyhow, I just love that she, she is kind of an enigma and she is kind of this like dual. I'm a Gemini. Of course, I love the like dual duality of a mm-hmm. woman, like being whatever she wants to be, uh, and the idea of like this this mythical folklore, like witchy woman who isn't gonna be put into a box. Yeah, she's gonna be who she's gonna be, and no one's gonna tell her otherwise. When you said um, you're sick of uh, shows that don't have an older female that's not a villain, I had to sit there and think like. Wow, they actually do that quite a bit. The only one mm-hmm. I can think of was Mrs. Potts. Mrs. Potts. Well, I mean, like, they have some, like, really great, like, grandma characters, right? Like, we have um, Moana's grandma. Is Moana's really grandma, cool. yes. We've got Grandmother Willow as kind yes. of a figure. She's a straight-up tree, but, yeah. Um, um, abuela, she was she was abuela. kind of she was kind of the villain for a bit, though. In, yeah, in yeah. Coco. No, in, um, um, in Canto. Oh, oh, in Canto. Yeah, yeah. But, well, also the abuela in Coco it, yeah. is kind of villainy. That's true. Um, not but Coco, that, but yeah, Coco's daughter. Right, but right, like right. they have a they have a few different like grandma molds out there. Yeah, there's fairy godmother, which is kind of like grandma vibes. Yeah, but they don't have like their own story. They're always a subplot. Subplot. But I also, I I don't know. They're they're either good or they're bad, right? Yeah, like very much so. Yeah. Where's yeah. someone that is like a true person? 
Who is both good and bad. Who's like. Can be both. Who's what, like in her 60s, husband died or maybe is divorced. Or did and she she's, ever marry? And, she's at, and she Who maybe knows? does yoga in the morning. <laughs> Goes out and gets a coffee and then like walks ma- along the beach and gets sea glass. Are you describing my ideal life? <laughs> yes, you are. Maybe some would describe her as a cougar. I don't know. I know. There are some of these women that I'd really love to know <laughs> yeah. their stories. Like, why is Lady Tremaine such a bitch? What has she been through? Yeah. Oh. Is it the ever after classic of like Auguste dies Auguste. at the gate and says, I love you to his daughter and not to his new wife. And so there's this like lifelong resentment. Who has Tell me about Lady Tremaine. Who has clearly already had loss. She has two other daughters. She had like Absolutely. She's had a rough go, man. Is she a bitch? But Absolutely. also she is a bitch. Hundred <laughs> percent. Stone cold bitch. <laughs> anyway, that's my pitch for the Baba Yaga. Honorable mentions for fairy tales that I would like to see made into Disney films. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. Rumple Stillskin. Mm. I'd watch the crap out of that. Um, Shrek kind of brought Rumpelstiltskin in, but well, in, in his own way. But yes. But I want like a proper Rumpelstiltskin story. hundred sure. percent. Um, also one that I would love to see, which we've kind of, Disney has kind of done, but I want the grown up version. Mm. So maybe this is your PG-13 animated film. Yes. Mm-hmm. King Arthur is married mm-hmm. to Guinevere, but she's in love with Lancelot. Mm-hmm. That's a classic love triangle story, and it is beautiful. Yeah, and I would love to see it done. And they gave us well animated twelve year old King Arthur. <laughs> yeah, becoming king, which great. Cool. I love it. Don't get me wrong. Sure, Merlin is incredible. Madame Mim is a dream. I need grown up Arthur's story. Did you ever see First Night with Richard Gere and Sean Connery? Did I ever? It's so good. Were you too young? Oh for no, that, Brit? no, I've you seen got First it? Night. Yeah, I mean. That's the story you're looking for, right? Correct. However, I was team Sean Connery all the way. Get that um, Richard Gear the hell out of there. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> I was not. So. I mean, also honorable mentions, like just literary classics. They've got Hunchback of Notre Dame. They've got, you know, some things that I feel like could be turned yes. cool from a, a literary classic perspective. I can tell you some also. Why don't we have a Little Red Riding Hood or a Goldilocks? Yeah. Animated film from Disney. Good call. They're classics. Everybody knows them. Give us a mm-hmm. fun spin on it and make a damn movie. Don't give me Toy Story 5. Yeah. You have plenty of original content to go from. Mm-hmm. It's all in the public domain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to pay rights. True. Um, and also in in like more cultural world, uh, do you guys know of the, the myth of the spider god Anansi in uh, like African folklore? Mm-hmm. Oh no! Oh, he's like he's like a trickster. He's like um, deceptor. It's very like Aesop's fables kind of, where it's like um, uh, he's very lazy, so he tricks all the other animals into doing stuff for him, so that he mm. doesn't have to like exert any energy. Mm-hmm. So there's like a story where there's uh, he wants some like fruit from the tree, but he doesn't want to climb the entire tree in order to get this fruit. So he sees a nearby cow, and he like very loudly proclaims that this cow is the most beautiful. Will you be my wife, cow? You're so gorgeous. And all the birds, the flocking birds are like, oh no, he, do you hear what he's saying? He's saying this about the cow? This is hilarious. Everybody come, come. And they stand on the branches of the tree where the fruit are and they're laughing so hard that it shakes the fruit down to the ground and he gets the fruit on the ground wow very but there's good. so many weird little stories like this that would make you could make a very fun a nancy the spider god animated um, film did you guys watch sinbad growing up with like oh, brad yeah, pitt classic. and like it's not disney but i loved that movie and 
Michelle Pfeiffer as oh, the like dark yes. goddess. Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Incredible. In anything. Facts. Okay, so I remembered as we now yes. have been talking. Tell me. Uh, in also addition to fairy tales, there's literary classics. <laughs> They've taken some pretty dark stuff and been able to make it work. Uh, I wouldn't hate a Count of Monte Cristo, <gasps> but like. Ooh. when's the last time they did like an animal movie you know how they took like hamlet and did lion king or did like all these things robin hood as foxes a hundred percent give me give me an animal kingdom monte, monte cristo, cristo. <sighs> um first of all great idea second of all i was today years old when i realized lion king was a hamlet story uh, what i know uh <laughs> hello that's amazing oh no i didn't even realize that claudius scar yeah it's the whole story yeah I'm going to kill wow. the father, marry the mother, become king. Yeah. Until yeah. the rightful king I, is going to take his place. It's the Danish prince. Yeah. Also, so many more Shakespeare stories they can use. Just um, stop making sequels. Give me a Shakespearean comedy. Give me like yeah. comedy As of you errors. like it. Freaking much ado. Give me any mm -hmm. of this. Maybe not much ado. <laughs> that's, that's a little dark actually for our children's <laughs> film. You know. Um, but yeah, great call on, on uh, Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah. yeah. That's a win. That, that could be really well done, and, like, they could gloss over some of the harder yeah. parts on it. But just, like, a whole, like, story of betrayal and mm -hmm. moving on and then coming back and then your life is different and having to, you know, I just think. Yeah, a tale of revenge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or, like, Man in the Iron Mask. There are so many literary classics that Disney could do. Leonardo yeah. was so hot in that movie, especially <laughs> in the Tell mask me about it. Especially when the me. mask was on. Full <laughs> Hannibal Lecter mask. Is that what you just said? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Perfect. I'm more of a Zorro girl, you know? Oh, okay. Which is a little I mean, close to have... Robin Hood, so it's like, whatever. Also, we have Puss in Boots. Yeah, not Puss. It, Which fine. is like in boots. Antonio Banderas, okay. as always. So, accepting that Disney is not going to listen to us, and they're probably just going to keep making sequels for forever. Correct. Which ones do we wish that they would make instead of the ones that they are? Or sequels or spinoffs, right? Like, is that kind of what you're thinking yeah, of in this category? Prequel, sequel, spinoff. Give me something in the already existing Disney Pixar universe and then mm -hmm. expand on it somehow. So uh, I will tell you, this came. This idea came from a TikTok, uh, which maybe we should play. Like, the idea for this topic came from a TikTok that I sent you guys, mm -hmm. where the guy... <laughs> let, let me see if I can find it. Um, okay, so the idea came from a TikTok... Hey, have uh, you seen this? They've only got an announced Toy Story 5. And I'm like, who asked for another one of these? Spoiler alert, he left them. What's it going to be about? Him going back? I'm over movies about men making poor decisions, if I'm being honest. Talking Disappointed in you, Sheriff. So here's my list of Pixar movies I actually want to see. Coming in hot at number one, Edna Mode, the prequel. Absolutely. I want to see a Pixar meets Devil Wears Prada journey of Edna Mode. It can be called Mode, or even better, Edna. I can see the promo. Edna flashes across the screen, and all you hear is, we meet again, darling. Iconic. Mm. Speaking of prequels, we've already had Monsters University, but you know what we want? Ross. So many questions, so many possibilities. Make it happen. Number three, Bugs Life. Underrated. My boy Imlick is now a beautiful butterfly. What's he doing with his life? I need to know. And finally, we've had Finding Nemo, Finding Dory. It's time for Finding Squirt. Get your head out the gutter. Mate, have you seen this? They've only got an announced Toy Story. Get your head out the gutter. But I'm not going to lie. He hit the nail on the head. Edna yeah. Mode prequel. I'd want watch it. the crap out of it. Oh, yeah. I want Raw's it. prequel, I need to know everything. Uh, Bugs Life sequel, mm -hmm. Heimlich. Mm -hmm. What are you doing, pal? Yeah. What's your life? Anyway, so this is the idea. What what yeah. Disney Pixar film would we rather see than Toy Story 5? I'll give you one straight out the gate. Ready? Yeah. 
This is this comes from my husband Chris. This is Chris's suggestion. He said exactly these. Wally two, welcome back to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> E-R-F-F. Oh, no. E-R-F-F. Wally, do welcome back to Earth. But genuinely, what happens when they come back to the Earth? They're just going to screw it up again. Still, I mean, that's funny, though. Welcome to Earth. Earth. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> oh, uh, Will smells. Welcome to Earth. Um, I have a whole list of things that I would like to see. Wally, yeah. too. Hit uh, us with them. Okay, I'll tell you one. Do you know what I wouldn't be sad about? You know that old man, Jerry, who's playing chess with himself in the yes. Jerry's game? Yes. Tell me that guy's entire life story. Mm. He's the spitting image of my great-grandpa, oh. who also used to play chess and looked just like him. So I've watched that like a billion times. It's Absolutely. so good. And also, was he not the toy uh, restor- restoration guy in Toy Story? Because oh. they're They identical. made it look like he was. I think as like an Easter egg, but like yeah. still. Mm. Yeah. So tell me this man's entire life. Who are you? And why did you end up playing chess against yourself in the park? Are you lonely old man? <laughs> oh my! I need to know. True. That's one. Um, I wouldn't be sad about either a prequel or sequel of the tank fish in Finding Nemo. How did you get mm. into the dentist's office tank? Or what happened to you when you p- got put into the ocean? Yeah. You have been tank fish for how long? You are not going to survive in the wild. And they're no. a fun group, too. Oh, my gosh. Gil? Yeah. Who's so the, the crazy one that talks to her reflection? Flo. Flo. <laughs> Has anyone She's seen Flo? not going to make it. <laughs> yeah. And Tell and me. the main guy, um, uh, he, he's uh, everybody loves Raymond's brother. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Oh, why? Oh, Brad Garrett is his yes, name. Brad Garrett, mm-hmm. yeah. But, yeah, the puffer fish. Yeah. Tell me everything about those guys. Uh, there's the classic that everybody wants to see, uh, Boo in Monsters, Inc. Mm. What happens after the monster world? Well, isn't there a whole conspiracy about who Boo is? Yes. And there are several. Some I I agree with, some I do not. Mm. Uh, but how great would it be if we got a film about like, Boo is grown up, has kids, her kids somehow go through the closet into monster world and meet. So here's what I'd really love to see is I'd like to see a movie like, like that where it's about boo, but most of the movie, I want it to be a standalone movie. And then at like three way, three quarters of the way through, you realize, Oh, this is boo. This is boo. Yeah, I want that film so like, bad. Like that would be a really cool way like, to, that's not to do the a sequel pitch. It's right. just a surprise right. as you watch it. Right. Yeah. We think it's like inside out or something, right? It's like just a film. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh crap. Mm-hmm. You could have it. M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong do with that one. Yes, but then, of course, he's going to have to animate himself in a cameo coming <laughs> yeah. into the film. 100%. Okay, so I know that they are doing some kind of Inside Out sequel, yeah. something, something. However, I don't know really what the premise is yet, but I know what I want it to be. <gasps> oh, tell me. Oh, I 100%. Listen, weird Disney hotties, Riley's dad... Correct. <laughs> what? I'll tell you with exactly why. He's yeah. Ted Lasso. A hundred percent. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the mustache. He's got like a little bit of scruff. He's like a really sweet dad, really sweet husband. I'm here for it, right? Yeah. Riley's dad can get it. But like the parents' inner voices are amazing. And I would love like a falling in love story in the inside out universe. 
everyone has those billion voices in their head. Everyone has the moment that you're like in your car and you're like either hyping yourself up or you're like, we've seen it in a million movies, right? Where they're like talking to themselves. Mm -hmm. But what is everybody in their head saying? And like, you're on a date, do this, do that, do this. And they're like making stupid decisions. And like, they make the stupid mistake in like in every rom-com that like pulls them apart for a little bit. And then what voices are helping you get together back with your person? I want an inside out love story. Go back in time, let it be them. Go forward and let it be Riley. I don't really care which one. I think Riley's probably the easier option because then Mm -hmm. you also get the parents' point of view watching their daughter go on dates. Um, Yeah, that's fun. But that's what I'd like to see in that world. I don't know what they're going to do. That that would be interesting. I I think it would be interesting to um, have it be where the parents' view of watching their kids grow up, I think that would be the most interesting to me because, like, to me, like, I I have different thoughts now than I did when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. obviously, and... I'm more mature, but I still have completely immature thoughts and um, rage thoughts and and sadness and all of that, you know, and we just handle it differently. But you, you can still make that funny. And yeah, we don't have to go sure. into that hopeless void with bing bong and yeah. feel completely oh, sad. <laughs> I think one of my favorite parts about it is that they weren't afraid to, like, say those thoughts that we all have, but that we never have admitted to anyone that we have. Like, that stupid scene where... It's printing out fake boyfriends, and they're like, I would die for Riley. I oh, know, I would die for Riley. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah. dumb. But every single But as a preteen, like, as like, a preteen, you're like, preteen girl, <gasps> he would die Hondo. for me. Like, yeah. But like, no grown woman is like going around and like talking about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. We all have those dumb things in our head. And I think, especially when you get into dating, yes. so many nuggets Classic. of like, you know, you thought this, but like, you're a little bit embarrassed that you thought this. If we keep Riley, we get Amy Puller again. I mean, yeah. I'm here for that. All Literally day, day. any of them. And also, this is a very interesting one. Uh, we should maybe have a, a second episode about Inside Out. But why are her her mother's uh, inner voices and her father's inner voices are definitely like all gendered mm-hmm. to be them? Riley's like a, a mix of mm. all genders, all personalities. Like, do, is it just as the older you get and your personalities kind of set in and you figure out who you are? Mm-hmm. Or is this like, <gasps> I just have so many questions. Yeah, I definitely want to do an episode on that. That's cool. So what yeah. you're saying is Louis Black anger goes drag <laughs> later on in her life? Or, or is it just, just entirely different? They're, they're all Amy Polars, but in just different, True. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What happens? It's a different episode. Okay, but this love story prequel yeah. of the parents? Uh, is better than the love story prequel that I wanted, which is <laughs> how did Auguste Gusteau hook up with Renata Linguini in Ratatouille? Tell me everything. Yeah. I want that love story so bad. The scandal of it all. The scandal, the like, t- how did he, what is his rise to fame? How did he feel about publishing his cookbook? Like, tell me everything about Gusteau and Linguini. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know Cammy and I have talked about Coco being one of our favorites Ugh. about a billion times. And Imelda and Hector. Uh, Hector love story I also mm. would be so here for. Yeah. Give me some Zorro Spanish love. Oh my. The, him writing songs and her performing mm-hmm. them. Like the whole thing. Just give me all of it. I need that film. Because uh, you know also, like, her parents probably didn't approve of a musician even though. They yeah. hadn't like, you know, broken his heart or she, he hadn't broken her heart yet or anything, but like right. still there's the whole like, oh, but you're going to marry a musician. musician. Yeah. So and what, then he actually does walk away. So what you're saying is, is it uh, made her parents un poco loco? Si. <laughs> the look on my face when I realized that Hector had written that about his relationship with Imelda. Mm-hmm. Like, 
beautiful. What a beautiful film. And also him rewriting the song about the um, Juanita mm-hmm. when he says, and her knuckles say drag on the, like an immediate rewrite because of course he did. He wrote it in the first place. Incredible. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful, beautiful film. Top yeah. five, mm-hmm. definitely. That's, mm-hmm. that's another one I actually cried in because like I don't cry very often in fil- in movies, but like, damn it, Toy Story 3. And Coco definitely got me. Listen, yeah. I try really hard to not talk shit on my husband because I'm just not like that. But I showed him Coco and he was like, eh. And I have never been more upset in my entire life. I like Taylor. I'm going to punch him in his throat when I see him next. He so, is wrong. I love you, babe, but you make terrible decisions. Okay, moving on. You better watch your ass, Taylor. I'm coming for you. I He's can't. the only person I've ever seen. Like, well, I watch Coco with him and he's like, eh. Ugh. This same man, I show him Big Hero 6, Tadashi happens. He has to pause the movie and get up and walk away because <laughs> he's too upset. That oh. is the right reaction. But right Coco, reaction. nothing. <laughs> and I was like, I can't. What is happening? Do you know what? That is grounds for divorce. Listen, Taylor, <laughs> I like you. No lawyer in their right mind is going to be like, I don't know if this is just. He didn't grounds even cry in Coco, Your Honor. Oh, <laughs> this case is immediate dismissed. alimony straight to you. Like I, this, what a sociopath, Taylor. I'm so sorry. We uh, do love you. This should be a separate episode, though. By the way, why are we talking about all these separate episodes? Uh, Disney's biggest tearjerkers. Mm. What made you cry? Yeah, yeah. We'll and I, this is an episode that we could argue to the death because I got, yeah. I got lots to say. There's a lot of them. I laughed when Bambi's mom died. My, you are a monster. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally kidding. What a monster you <laughs> Okay, somebody take note. Tearjerker episode, inside out episode. Yeah. Episode. Episode. Have an inside out episode. Inside out and tearjerker. Someone just came in the room. Uh, what? <laughs> they did what in the room? They came into the room. He oh. did what in his cup? all of the jokes that disney snuck in there when we weren't looking yeah yeah that'd be another one too there's a guy i follow on instagram who like is like let me explain this joke to you that went over your head as a child oh yes and he just like pulls it up and is like did you know that this is this and i'm like what Mm -hmm. because like i picked up on a lot of them but some of them i'm like oh oh no honorable mention about what pixar uh spinoff i would want to see that is Toy Story. Ken, Ugh. how did you get to the daycare? Why did you join Lotso's team? Michael Keaton. Tell me everything, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Michael Keaton. I would watch that film. That's what Toy Story 5 better be. Just Barbie and Ken? Just No, just Ken. Oh, I like their duo. <laughs> A lot. It's That's just fair. Ken. Just Ken. Just Ken's <laughs> solo just Ken. journey. It's him starting looking in the mirror and just talking to himself. I bet you were expecting everyone else. <laughs> it's, it's just, just me. me. <laughs> Ken. And then he has a whole theme song. Yeah. Oh like Gem and the Holograms, yes. but it's Ken. <laughs> truly, 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 truly outrageous. <laughs> Ken. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, that would be great. Uh, hilarious. Okay, let's get to the real meat of it, because I know Brittany has a lot to say about this. Oh, mm. what's just the real, Wait, what's the real meat? The, oh, you'll hear it. I would like to hear your meat. Give me two damn seconds, and then you can hear the meat. I would like to hear your meat. If you see it, then you'll know it. Know it. And, <laughs> and you'll, you'll share it. it. And, and you'll, you'll grow it. it. Okay? 
now. It's stupid oh, it's so good. It's so good. I'm gonna find someone like to make a, an actual jingle out of that. Oh yeah, man, I can't wait. Um, okay. You want to talk about your meats, Kim? Yeah, the meat is this. Which Disney live action should we actually have? Like, what what Disney animated film would make the best live action remake? Because Moana, it's too soon. Don't do this to me. Mm-hmm. Moana is perfect as it is. Don't I, ruin it. I love Dwayne the Johnson, but Dwayne the Johnson is an inc- he's an icon. Yeah. <laughs> Luke's Luke's daughters always called him Dwayne the Johnson. <laughs> And they were so young that I didn't want to correct him because it was just so wonderful. And so that is his name from henceforth. Yeah. It's better. He, he's awesome. And even if they brought Jermaine Clement back to sing Shiny, I would I'm be happy about sad. that too. But do we need it? No. Or do we need it right now? Right give now. it another like 10 years. Or don't. Or just don't. <laughs> do you know what don't. you could give us instead? I'll so tell you. many things. I'm not going to take, I know what Brittany's answer is straight Obviously. away. I'm not going to take it. I'm predictable. It's perfect. Wait, just let her take it then. So just tell it. Dun, dun, dun. What do I ever talk about? Hunchback. All day, every day. Give it to me. But give it to me dark and dirty. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, all of the things that you couldn't do with the animated one, because you were like, it's for kids. Okay. Give me, like, your PG-13 Pirates level violence and complexity of characters, but Hunchback style. You've already thought about this. Who would you cast in your top three roles? Um... So I actually love the uh, Broadway Frollo. Um, mm. he, you may have seen him in Spirited. With, he's like Jacob Marley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you're watching Schmigadoon, he's big boss man crap. Yes. He's flawless. It's someone who has to have a voice because my ideal yeah. live action Frollo, which can never happen, mm-hmm. sadly, uh, is Alan Rickman. Mm. Oh, so good. Right. But also so amazing. dead. So, yeah, rest <laughs> in peace. R.I.P. To an actual legend, Hans but, Gruber. Wait. Yeah. How, how did, did he die from falling off a... <laughs> yeah, my hell. His or, watch. Or wait, or did he die from a snake bite? A snake bite. <laughs> Harry Potter. Maybe I shouldn't. Stop. Stop it. My apologies. Um, I genuinely love Alan Rickman, and I am still mourning. I, I do so. too, actually. I also I love him. His best role was anyway. Galaxy Quest. Please continue. You're not wrong. <laughs> He yeah, has to, Frollo has to have a voice. But Frollo, yeah, Frollo, I would like to be able to sing and have a naturally ominous presence and just like talking voice as well as Jeremy Irons. Voice. Yeah. Voice. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, and then, so here, here's what I know I don't want. I love Josh Gad. Bless Josh Gad, <sighs> Josh Gad's soul. He cannot. I do not want him to be Quasimodo. Mm-hmm. It's not right, especially for this darker world that I no. want. Like, it's just not the right vibe. I do think he can sing. I don't think that this is his style. Um, the same way that I love Ben Platt, I don't think he should be a Tony. You know what I mean? Like there are so many things that you can be incredible and not be right for something. And they keep talking about Josh Gad, Josh Gad. And I'm if, if they do it, I will literally go into a state of depression and lock myself in my room <laughs> because I don't want it. But Josh Gad, we, we still like you. No, no, he's great. Please, please come, please come on our podcast to come promote Frozen podcast. Three, the Frozening, <laughs> the Frozening. Welcome to Earth, <laughs> the Ice Age, <laughs> the Ice Age. <laughs> and then we do like an Ice Age Frozen mashup, and Manny the Mammoth is just like giving Elsa a hard time. Sid, Sid and Olaf are best friends. <laughs> Obviously, I'd watch it. Diego and Sven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
very good. Oh, you guys. That's a good mashup. Um, okay, but, uh, but yeah, Hunchback, live action. But like dark, deep, twisted, get but real. Who's your Esmeralda? That's what I want to know. Angela Lansbury? No, I actually would love to see. Uh, She's still alive. <laughs> Cynthia Erivo. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, also, the themes in uh, Hunchback are very applicable to so what is happening in the world today. Needed. Yeah. So needed. Yeah. So I would just really love them to make it. Not for kids, for adults. Yeah. To tell them to stop being so many things. <laughs> just stop what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Have Christopher Nolan direct it. <laughs> oh, no. Nice shine one. <laughs> Do the whole thing backwards. <laughs> now, if you could put the rooms spinning on their axes. But, like, <laughs> also what we're capable of now with, like, the scenic shots of the cathedral. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What that would mean to people. Like, no. I just, I want it. It's mm-hmm. a, an important story. Incredible music. Um, be- beautiful opportunity visually. There's just well, so much I want. And... Aren't they, they're obviously restoring the actual um, cathedral right now. Yeah. Like, that'd be great to release kind of around that time, right? Like, Mm -hmm. once it's I also wouldn't hate if you could find the right actor for it, a Quasimodo who actually is impaired in some way. Yeah, like a physical disability or... Or Or um, like a, like when they did the death Quasimodo or like just some kind of... Uh, Josh Josh Castile mm-hmm. is that his name? De- yeah, the deaf actor who did Quas. Have you seen clips of this, Luke? No. Oh, it's incredible. oh my there. Okay, everybody, stop what you're doing. Pause this podcast. I love you. Just stop listening to us for two minutes and just <laughs> go look up Josh Castile's Quasimodo. Quasimodo. We do need to clarify. We do this in my basement, and I live in a very old house. This house is what, like 70, 80 years old, old for at least where we are. But um, and uh, the pipes. Oh, the pipes. They're calling. But I do need to say um, uh, that Britt and Cammy just showed me the, the the video that you were saying stop and go watch. Yeah. So I hope you did stop and go watch because that rendition of having having him be truly deaf, he's signing it all and having the gargoyle actually speak for him is actually so powerful. Oh, so great. Yeah. But that's what I would want from that movie. I'm afraid that they're, I'm like very nervous about it. There's all these talks and rumors for years and years. They're like, they're going to do Hunchback. They're going to do Hunchback, which could either be everything that the world needs and this beautiful piece of art that really hits people in the heart, or it could be a dumb, cheesy remake that has poor singing and is just kind of thrown together. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah, I would uh, absolutely flip a table if it was not (laughs) that. Uh, I, I really hope that they don't do it shot for shot either. Yeah. You know, like... Like, be- um, not Beauty and the Beast. Um, well, yeah. Lion King. Lion King. Yeah. But Beauty and the Beast was still, in its in its way, it was very, very, very similar to the, mm-hmm. the animated. Um, obviously, you know, make it make it your own. You know, yeah. I, think, I think that's why people look at it and go, oh, come on, this is just a cash grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But there's enough meat in, not only in the stage production of hunchback but also in the book yeah there's mm-hmm. like, so many ways they can do that there's it's like lame is right mm-hmm. every interpretation of lame is can offer us something because there's so much content mm-hmm. <laughs> with which to grab uh inspiration from so yeah that that is the ultimate number one what should disney actually be doing with their time when they do these live action remakes yeah make them different hunchback. please <laughs> yeah um did you have other ones uh, Cause, n- cause none my, as good as that. 
But yeah, I I've got plenty. Hunchback is actually pretty dang good, and I have I have a couple that I I thought of too that weren't part of your whatever. But please, yeah, uh, I I have one that's very serious and one that is stupid, and I would just love to see <laughs> for my own personal reasons. So the serious one, uh, I would love to see a live action Black Cauldron. Yes, that hmm. movie scared the shit out of me. It is horrifying. But like in the best way. It could be so dark. The Skull King is terrifying. Mm -hmm. Give me a prophesying pig and a weird little like uh, computer animated Gurgi character or even like uh, uh, practical effects. Like give me a Muppet Gurgi. I'm not mad about that. Mm -hmm. But the story of just like a farm boy that has to go on this epic quest and save this princess and has the minstrel and this very like it's a realm of disney that we haven't seen in a long time this like medieval mm -hmm. whatever and it would be really cool to see that done live action mm -hmm. okay but hear me out right what i'm getting from your theme and my theme is we have a whole bunch of 90s kids yeah who grew up like obsessed, obsessed. with disney like to a next level like i think people before that were like oh we like disney but like the 90s kids are the ones who really took it into like. Well, in 90s, sure. Disney Extreme. was. There was like the golden age of Disney, mm -hmm. but the 90s was a real like. Well, because. Uh, renaissance as well. The golden age, you went to the movie theater and you saw it once and you were like, yeah. what a wonderful film. When we were growing up, we had VHSs and we didn't just watch it once and be like, oh, that was really good. We watched it all day, every day. I wore Rewind the VHS yeah. tape. Out of and Beauty then, and the Beast, like or, there were glitches <laughs> because it was not doing okay. And we're going to Disney, and we're doing these things. So you have this like first real era of like true Disney adults, right? Mm -hmm. Who, whether you had kids in the '90s and you just got into it, or whether you were a kid in the '90s, for the first time you have like <laughs> obsession instead of mm -hmm. just like a thing that you saw once that was cool. And now we're all adults, and we like a little bit more grit. We like a little bit more dark. We want our things to be more real but we still love Disney and we love mm -hmm. it for all it is. But I still the, want my cartoons. I still want yeah. my Cocos and my Braves and my what have you. But I also wouldn't hate like some Disney made for us, like the adults. You're saying, you're saying a thing, which actually if we dig into it is essentially the crux of this podcast idea. I think, yeah, we get together and we talk shit and we do the dumb, like, who would you sleep with out of the Disney characters, right? Uh, yeah. We uh, haven't done that one yet. I mean, Are we, we did like playing, hottest, but like, like F Mary Kill. We should totally do an we episode. We should do that. Hundred yeah. percent. Um, but when it really boils down to it, Disney adults get a lot of shit. Luke wants to say something. Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> oh no! I just wanted to be a smart ass and say Jafar. <laughs> Jafar. It's Jafar. For all three. F or Mary Kill. Like I would yeah. first F, then Mary, then Kill. Yeah. Jafar. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All three. <laughs> Uh, here's the serious thing though that yeah. I was going to say when it gets down to the crux of it, Disney adults get shit on all the time because mm -hmm. it's like, it's a child's thing, whatever, whatever. What a nerd. These stories that we grew up on genuinely formed a lot of our identities and a lot of the way we see the world in terms of morality and right and wrong and the way that people should be treated mm -hmm. and all of these things. And the grit is in these stories and the life lessons are in these Disney stories. Can you hear the pipes? The pipes, the <laughs> pipes are calling. Well, just every time the pipes come on, do the Moira Rose. Oh, die, uh, boy. <laughs> the, the pipes, the pipes. Yeah, that's perfect. That, that's frustrating because you actually had a great point. I do, I but it's fine. And the point is still there. Yeah. Uh, in that 
the Disney stories that we grew up with, there is a lot of meat in those stories and mm-hmm. they can be retold for a more adult audience because the content has always been there, which is why we even care about Disney in the first place. And Disney adults shouldn't be shat upon mm-hmm. because there's something to it, guys. There's there's a lot here. A hundred percent. Anyway, so that's why I would want a Black Cauldron film. The next one that I would want, not because the story means any kind of moral tale it's just because i love it so damn much give me an emperor's new groove live action (laughs) film give me david spade playing cusco give me john goodman playing pacha give me someone that can do an eartha kit impersonation for yzma sorry can i throw michelle pfeiffer's in there she'd be perfect (laughs) she'd be an incredible she would be perfect but here's what i want too right again i don't want a shot for shot remake Oh, I absolutely want a shot-for-shot shot remake. Oh, no. No, no, no. You know, like, the best parts of the Lion King remake for me was when they just let them kind of, like, change the script a little bit and mm. improvise. Like, stay true to the the characters, stay true to the thing, but, like, let David Spade and John Goodman have a little bit of Fair. Okay. fun with it, I'm you know? I'm not mad. Yeah. Give me, all, give, give me the same guy playing Kronk. Just get, get, give yeah. me every voice actor that was on that film mm-hmm. and just remake it. Good job, buddy. Good job, buddy. Isn't that what he says in uh, uh, Soaring Over California? Oh, in yeah. The, yeah. Good yeah. job. Oh, good job, pal. Good job, pal. That's yeah, it. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, pal. Anyway, those are my two for the pitch. What you um, got? Well, I have a couple that weren't part of your categories. That's okay. fine. Tell us. And mine have to do with the Disney parks. You're the wild card. Oh. We love it. So I was thinking, like, who would I like to see a, a story about? Or anything. And, From the Disney parks? And and the first thing that came up was the Hatbox Ghost. Oh, yes. Ooh. And, mm-hmm. and I would like it to be genuinely scary. You know, like like when we grew when we were growing up, like there were some really good scary By Disney. Scary like vid- Escape movies, from yeah. Which Mountain, I will never mm-hmm. forget. Um, Freaking Watcher, Watcher in the, in the Woods. Woods. Watcher in the yes. Woods. Jeez Louise, yeah. that's the scariest thing I've seen to this day. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I would love to see, and and they kept it PG for its time, right? Mm-hmm. But it it would be it would be fun to see like how the Hatbox Ghost lost mm-hmm. his head and whatever. Right? Actually, give me an entirely scary haunted mansion film. Give me the bride. Give me give me all of sure. it. Give me the people and the stretching. Not the portraits. Eddie Murphy. Even though Eddie Murphy, that was a it fun has movie. Its place, yeah. it's fine. It's they have head. announced a new haunted mansion movie. <gasps> Please bless. It's scary. Please bless. So they're they're trying again. We're going to see how it goes. I don't know. See, but I actually really like the Eddie Murphy version because they did kind of make it their own. Like, oh, for sure. You know, real estate agent angle and, you know, trying to sell the place, blah, 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 all that. Like, I I, I, I appreciate what they tried there, and it, it was kind of fun. Listen, as much as I love the Eddie Murphy one, the Muppets version of the Haunted Mansion. Oh. <laughs> Every time. Is pure gold. Sure. Muppets anything. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Which... Should be another episode that we do. Yeah. What film do you want the Muppets to remake? Mm-hmm. And why is it Pride and Prejudice with Brett Goldstein oh being Mr. God. Darcy? <laughs> with Brett Goldstein. Yeah. Roy Kent. Brett Goldstein has talked about this. Oh, has he? At length. And I, j- who do I need to contact to make this happen? I'm Roy Kent. And I'm Mr. Darcy. And I don't. I have loved you. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Yes. Just Roy Kent. Oh yeah, just gosh. in Roy Kent. None. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, Hatbox Ghost was one that I thought of that it w- would be good. Um, another one I thought was more reality TV. Ooh. Which. Say more. But also, 
maybe not reality TV, but it was like, I thought it would be interesting to do like an office type um, uh, mold of, of, a, of a TV show that could be on mm. Disney Plus, but uh, have it be about working at Disneyland and have Disney kind of make fun of themselves a little bit, you know? I love that. Because yeah. um, I think I think that could be a fun one, and then and again, this isn't really going with our topic. I'm, I'm my apologies. No, I have a wild card too. Carry on. But my third one was I'd like to see a movie or something about um, oh. wait for it. Why is this brain? Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait. I am the one thing oh. that I would like to see a movie or something about Oswald. <gasps> yeah, give him his time because mm-hmm. we have some old stuff about him that's like uh uh you know it's it's all um non-talky it's you know mm-hmm. it's in that pre time but I think it'd be I think it'd be awesome to see some Oswald stuff out there. I would really like that. Also with like a cool um Maybe like Walt and Oswald, like their story together, go back to like part live action, part animation. Yes. Give me like a classic Mary Poppins vibe mm-hmm. about Walt coming into his own mm. for the younger generation with Oswald. Yes. And give me Ryan Gosling playing Walt Disney. All day, every day. Thank you. And Tom Hanks was nice in the Elizabeth Banks oh, movie. Oh, he was great. Yeah. That, that movie was like kind of too too slow for me, mm. even though I, I kind of enjoyed it. But Saving Mr. Banks? Yeah, that one. Saving yeah. Mr. Banks. So good. Elizabeth so good. Banks. Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> I don't know who that is. She's, she sounds nice. Banks. She's she's a, an actress. She's like Effie Trinket in in Hunger Games. She's yeah. um, Is that her genuine name? Elizabeth yeah. Banks? Yeah. And she uh and she's the director of a lot of she directed she's in Pitch Perfect. She directed mm-hmm. Cocaine Bear. Oh yeah, classic, classic. <laughs> All right, here's my wild card. So as we were thinking about this topic and getting ready for it, I have been watching um again. The Behind the Attraction series on Disney Plus, so good. Um, And it was talking about, you know, like Space Mountain and how we came up with the Jungle Cruise and how we came Mm -hmm, up with this mm -hmm. and that and this and that. And so many of the original rides were not based on a movie. Yeah. They were just to be cool and about the world that we lived in and either the Wild West or the, you know, Tomorrow or Mm -hmm. what have you. Fantasyland was where he kind of put his characters and then the rest of it was just meant to be like kids explore the world yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. both in the past present and future um and so I would love just like a non-movie themed new ride yeah go back in time do wild west if you want that's your that's your wild card that's my wild card it's Mm -hmm. not it's not a movie that I want to see but it's a Everyone, we all have right opinions. We we did a very cool episode for those of you who uh, have been listening and haven't listened to this episode yet. We did a episode on rides that we'd like to see in the parks, but naturally our brains went to all of the rides that films, we yeah. yeah would like to associate with films that we love. But what about those rides that we cherish to our core that just came about because of imagination, not based on a ride? That's mm-hmm. what I also would really like to see. Mm flip side of that we have so many films that have come out based on disney rides mm-hmm. pirates of the caribbean uh jungle cruise mm-hmm. give me a mother effing big thunder mountain film yeah, yeah. i feel like frontierland is like a really unappreciated absolutely mm-hmm. and i want it that's why i'm like give me like a fun wild west ride that we don't have yet yeah 
It's a little bit of a touchy time. Yeah. But if you do it right, it doesn't have to be. Or give me a Matterhorn film even. I'm not mad yeah. about that. There are so many Disney non-film character-related rides that should be films now. Mm-hmm. Matterhorn would be great. In fact, Jen and I were talking about that. My wife, we were talking about it before uh, before we started recording. Mm. We were thinking like it'd be fun to do like a Matterhorn ride. I mean, a mo- Matterhorn movie and then the sequel could be a, an Expedition Everest movie. Yes, yes, you know, yes, like yes, yes. Whatever. Absolutely. Anyway. Um, okay, one last wild card from me, because we talked about sequel, or like a series that we would want to see on Disney+, Plus, right? You yeah, of, yeah. You had your Disney+, Plus uh, behind the attraction, and you mentioned your, like, office shenanigans in the Disney Corporation. Uh, have you guys seen on TikTok the guy that works in the Disney archives? Yeah. Uh, and he's like showing the cells from like the original animation cells from the films. And he mm-hmm. just talks about them in such an eloquent and interesting way. Mm. Give that man a series on Disney plus stat. I cannot think of his name for the life of me, but I'm going to, po- I'm going to repost these TikToks on our Instagrams and our TikToks. He, he looks like the nicest guy in the world. He's incredible. And I could listen to him speak about whatever he's archiving for literal hours. Yeah. It's like a, it's the new Bob Ross. You know how I just listen to Bob yes. Ross to fall asleep sometimes? Mm. Give me this Disney archivist man <laughs> forever. I want to watch everything he's ever done. Yeah, we need to find out his name. We will put it in our in our show notes. In our in our stories. Because <laughs> if or you, whatever yeah. the if you show well, him, hell we do with this. If you see him, then you you'll touch him, know him, and then you'll, you'll grow him. Touch him and you squeeze. I'm screaming. <laughs> Guys, that's our episode for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tagging along with us through the adventures of the pipes and Cammy just talking so much about a weird Mary Poppins doll. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Cammy. Good night. Say your name. Oh, I'm Brittany. And I'm 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 Luke. <laughs> <laughs> and we are awkward adults. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh no. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> <laughs>